Come on, man. Hello, Patriots. Welcome to episode 156, the surveillance state of the Patriot Review. Can you believe it's been 22 years already since 9-11? And uh, ceremony goes on, as always, on the anniversary date. Uh, I have a lot of reflecting to do on that. Um, but before I do that, I want to show you, um, or just take a minute of silence, if, if we could. So let's do that. Of course, our thoughts and prayers go out to the victims of that terrible day. And, um, We'll always remember the responders, of course, who uh, in many cases gave their lives either on that day or since because of everything they were exposed to. Um, but uh, I just wanted to take that moment of silence, but I do want to reflect, and I know it's been 22 years, um, and I know people don't like being political on this day, but when we look at our nation and we think about everything that's going on, um, you really can't help but make comparisons between where we were back then and where we are today. And uh, the fact is that the enemy of freedom is now our own government. In uh, the case of the far left fascists, that uh, we've been we've been witnessing destroy our country now since the stolen election of 2020. And we know that that is obviously something that good patriots like yourselves and me and other people are fighting and uh, speaking up about and against. But um, one of the things that just happened, and I think it's directly a, a result of uh, Jake Lang starting Blessed News, uh, he was told his, tri his trial date was canceled and he was told that they're holding him indefinitely. Uh, you know, which is just a absolute travesty of justice and a violation of the Constitution. I mean, he's been in prison for a long time already. And, of course, the long, lengthy sentences that others are receiving are also miscarriages of justice. When we look at even those who damaged the Capitol in comparison to the summer of love that we talk about a lot, you know, there's absolutely no comparison there. And... We have become a banana republic in which political people of opposing political viewpoints that aren't extremely communist or, in my my belief, fascist, uh, are persecuted and and uh, watched and monitored and 
the world hasn't become a less dangerous place since 9-11. As a matter of fact, it's become more dangerous. And, and instead of um, keeping America's Americans safe, which is their duty, they are persecuting us. And um, it's something that has to stop. And it's something that until uh, until those people that represent us in the House or Senate uh, do more, it's going to continue. And there's too many rhinos, in my opinion, who just don't step up to the plate and do what's required to do and what they have the capability and power to do. Um, so, you know, I guess we just need to make our voices uh, louder and and contact those individuals and ask them to do, demand that they do what is their constitutional obligation given the oath that they've taken. Uh, so again, you know, 9-11, it's a, it's a somber day. I think all of us who, you know, we're old enough to remember that day are old enough to remember exactly what we were doing at the time we heard the news about 9-11. And um, I think we'll never forget that. It's like the Kennedy assassination for those that lived through that or the attempted assassination on Reagan for those who lived through that. Uh, you know, but I look at uh, I look at the, this, the the history of our country, and I remember the day after how we stood united. And since that day, we have gone and been victimized by a purposely divisive government, and um, it's something that we need to come together and understand that we have to unify with each other. Uh, regardless of our political viewpoints, whether you consider yourself a Democrat or Republican, the time has long gone by that we need to realize that we're both being played, that both ends are playing the game, and that this is the uniparty in action. And the whole point is to divide us, because that way they keep us focused on you know, being angry with the other side rather than being focused on what should be happening in our country. And Jake Lang, in his example of being persecuted, isn't isn't uh, isn't certainly the only example. And uh, we we have to fight back against that. We have to demand better of our representatives. And as we've gone through the COVID debacle, the pandemic, there have been there has been, and it was entirely about uh, you know floating. Um, floating this tyrannical approach out in front of us to see how much we would tolerate. That's what it's about. And that's continually the idea of everything that goes on on the fascist left. Let's take a look at a, a news story that also underscores that very thing. So we have the Albuquerque DA refusing to enforce the governor's suspension of the Second Amendment. Now, the governor comes forward and, and says that, hey, you know, constitutional rights aren't meant to be, uh, you know, aren't meant to be in, enforced basically at all times, that the government can decide, uh, pick and choose when your constitutional rights are applicable and when they're not, which of course is an absolute fallacy and is an absolute uh, disgrace for any politician to to say that and try to put that out there. And uh, she, so she comes up with a law that says uh, you're going to have to give up your, your weapons 
uh, for 30 days who can't carry them and um, and give up in the sense of carrying them. I mean, not not turn them in, but give up give up your right to have a weapon on your person for self-defense. Uh, and she's getting immediate pushback, which I don't think probably she's getting enough pushback from just the everyday citizen. And, uh, you know, I think I'm going to make a call and say, hey, you know, this is, and, and politely say this is wrong. This is something that's that's not the case. The Second Amendment is clear about this right shall not be infringed, and all of our rights are God-given rights, and you can't decide when you pick and choose them based on your political ambition. And that's all this is about. It's also about seeing how many people will actually put up with it. So I think a nationwide response is appropriate, and again, a polite response, but one that is basically just, no, you're wrong. Uh, the Constitution is clear. Shall not be infringed means shall not be infringed. And um, I have, a, I have a, uh, an, an article that you can get to on my website, and it's called The Constitutional Right and Social Obligation to Carry a Gun. This is in the blog section of my website, which is redbloodedpatriots.com. And you can read it. It's a very good read, Robert Boatman. This is uh, from several years ago, but it does a very good job explaining why we have the right and why it's important that you know it's um, it's something that you're you don't just carry without the appropriate training and so on so again that's available on my website you can check that out so you know the the article here government suspends constitutional rights uh, the the talking points that she had were just ridiculous and I think this this really shows what the whole COVID protocol thing or the whole COVID thing was about which is turning over our sovereignty so the World Health Organization now can say, "Hey, this the, these weapons, having these weapons are, you know, it's a it's it's a health crisis because we have so many of these shootings, and which of course is absolutely obscene and not the truth." Uh, but uh, this the signal here says, "If you don't think that the health mandates imposed on American citizens during the pandemic opened doors for liberal liberal government officials." The further mandate against freedoms, think again. The right to bear arms has been fiercely debated between liberals and conservatives. The Second Amendment of the U.S. Constitution secures the right to firearms, while the liberals advocate even more gun control than already exists in regard to law-abiding citizens that have never come up with a way to get guns out of criminals' hands. And again, you know, it's the old argument that um, that it's not the gun, it's the person behind the gun, just like it's the person behind the vehicle who drove through the parade, the holiday parade in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, a couple of years ago. Just like it's the person behind the knife. And we're not sitting here banning steak knives or butcher knives, are we? I mean, it's just, it's so, it's so common sense. And the problem isn't really that complicated. The problem is that we are here because of the left. It is the, it is the, uh, the mandate of the left, the desire of the left to remove all of our fundamental Judeo-Christian values and to destroy the family and to destroy fatherhood and destroy masculinity and destroy uh, the traditions and the heritage that we've had that has led us to this place. Uh, and that is the, that is the fact. That is the fact. That is, it is the 
the move the the move and shift from having this value set at the foundation to anything goes as long as you're enjoying yourself it's fine that it everything is about you everything's about me i mean the 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 instant gratification the narcissism of social media uh, all of those things have really destroyed our foundation and that's has is is exactly what happened in uh, in history to prior uh, countries or uh, or regimes you know when you look at the, the Romans or the Greeks or uh, the first thing to start causing trouble was a deterioration of their values and beliefs and that led them to being a world power and that same thing is happening to us so here you have another one gun grab okay so uh, they're going about it in different ways in this case this article is about uh, ammo tax and firearm tax and it says arming yourself could soon become more costly in the most populous state in the nation California legislators have approved new taxes on firearms and ammunition that could see guns become significantly more expensive than they are in other states the legislation passed in California in the California Senate on Thursday would levy a heavy 11% tax on all firearm and ammo transaction according to Fox News the tax would create a California state tax equivalent to the highest existing federal tax on guns proceeds of the tax will be spent on school safety programs and California's gun violence prevention programs so you know on one hand uh, on one hand uh, the fascist left causes the problem and then on the other they remove your ability to protect yourself and your family from what they've created and this is easy to see because you look at California today and there's all kinds of uh, human excrement on the sidewalks there's all kinds of tent cities uh, all over the place and um, it's just absolutely absolutely disgusting so um, I wanted to talk about that this morning so we'll be right back after this break with a very special guest Eric Karen be right back we watched our daughter Grace die on FaceTime I uh, immediately felt that I needed to go to the hospital though I was still pretty sick and I met Jessica and our pastor there and um, while we were in the room we Jessica and I let us spend a few moments just with Grace alone and it was it was just a horrific sight to come upon was the fact that her daughter Grace was now gone. Um, the emotions that came over the top of our minds and just our physical bodies were just unbelief. We, uh, we took her BiPAP off because it was still on. This was hope and prayers that somehow she wasn't really gone and as soon as we did that the color of grace changed and um, we had to accept that she was truly gone. 
that one person set foot in that room. How can you do that? How can you allow an innocent person, a child, she's only 19 years old, die in front of your eyes? You don't do that. If you're human, you don't do that. They knew they weren't going to convince us to put Grace on a ventilator. That means the money was going to dry up. They had to have the money. And when you follow the money trail all the way through, you see that a ventilator is about a $300,000 decision. That they had higher paying patients in the emergency room. Grace was worth more debt than alive. We don't just need food, we need to eat food with a high nutritional value. Who wants to just survive food shortages? Let's thrive in times of adversity and lack. Optimize your daily nutrition and ensure you and your family have our two-year shelf-stable kingdom fuel as a cornerstone of your emergency food supply. Don't sacrifice your health or your taste buds. Stock up on kingdom fuel now. All right, if you want to see Breaking the Oath, you can see that documentary for free. I produced and directed that and uh, worked with the Shara family who lost their daughter, Grace. It's, uh, it's, uh, it takes a much wider viewpoint than just telling Grace's tragic story, but you can see that at redbloodedpatriots.com or at my documentary website, americafirstproductions.com. It's America, the number one ST, productions.com. Uh, so check that out, and if you want to buy some of the um, the Sherwood product, you can go to sherwood.tv slash TPR and check that out as well. And um, look forward to, to seeing your feedback on that documentary and um, anything else that you have feedback on from today's show or other shows as well. So, all right. So I am going to bring in my guest, Mr. Eric Karen. I've had on my show, but it's been quite a while. And um, we had a little bit of a scheduling snafu and Eric was, uh, he, he wanted to stress the importance of doing the show anyway. And uh, he told me that he did his hair special for today's show. So Eric, welcome to the show. I think you're on mute there yet. Yeah, I just took it off. All right, perfect. Well, let me tell you. So Eric is a retired U.S. diplomat, special agent, has an amazing background, and I tell you, folks, he's one of the hardest people that I've ever, that hardest working people that I've ever met. And uh, you just you're all over the globe doing things, which is which is pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. And uh, he's got a book out called The Switched On Life, and We'll talk about that a little bit, but uh, welcome to the show, Eric. It's good to see you again. Hey, Jeff. It's an honor to be on with you, and uh, it is a uh, indeed a somber day, but um, a day that um, none of us should forget, and um, unfortunately, I think our president has. Um, I I'm not even sure if he knows where he's at today. Yeah, I was going to say, our president doesn't even know who he is. He forgot that. And... Um, so, you know, I, I, um, 
you know, today, yes, is a special, if you will, special day for us to remember uh, the fallen. But, you know, I think it's important that Americans remember this day every day because Amen. we have a we have a short we have short term memory here and mm -hmm. um, the fight is ongoing. It's worse today. The the terrorist threat is higher today than it has ever been. And we can talk a little bit about why I believe that. But uh, I just want to say thanks for having me, Jeff. And um, it's always a privilege and an honor. It's it's my pleasure. It's my privilege. And we took a we took a little bit of a uh, silent break here at the beginning of the show to remember the victims of 9-11 and uh, after which I made some points. And it's been 22 years. I know people don't like being political, but I had to I had to say that um, we're fighting a war. Now we're fighting a different war. We're fighting a war for, against really a fascist element, a far left fascist element. And I know people say, hey, fascism, you know, that's a, that's that's on the right. Well, to me, it's it's not. It's on the left because if you're on the right, you'd be anarchist. You'd be absolutely no government. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so so we're facing actually an enemy, which I think is is much greater and much more challenging because we we have this this group of individuals who they just do not have the Judeo-Christian value set or the foundational um, viewpoints and uh, opinions and beliefs that really do our country well and and uh, yeah they just are they just are not. Well, we saw we saw what happened on 9/11 because of poor leadership, timid leadership. And it's even worse today. Um, nobody really knows who these unelected officials are uh, around Biden calling the shots. And right. um, I'm very concerned that uh, the state of affairs right now, never mind economically, but in the national security realm, is is very very dangerous. And um, the president is unfortunately not able to make these decisions. So um, we have unelected officials. Uh, making it for him, and that's scary. Yes, it is. And the border issue makes it even that much worse because we're we're uh, you know we fought a war for twenty years over nine eleven, and uh, not I'm not saying that we shouldn't have. Although I question going into Iraq, I I think um, that the point I want to make is that at the same time now we have the wide open borders and we're allowing all types of people coming across and just almost asking for another 9-11 or maybe something even more deadly than a 9-11. Yeah. And, um, well, Jeff, I, if I may, you know, I think it's a good way to predict the future is by looking at the past and Osama bin Laden in 1996, we had an opportunity to take him out in 1996 in Sudan, and we didn't. We allowed him to go to Afghanistan, where just a few years later, two years later, in August of, of 1998, his group detonated two explosives in Africa at our embassies. In Tanzania, which I've been traveling to and from for the last year or so, in uh, Dar es Salaam, the capital, I'm sorry, not the capital, but a city, Dar es Salaam, where our embassy is, and in Kenya, both our embassies were attacked in, in August of 1998. Um, 2,000, 200 people killed plus. We didn't do anything about it. 
And then in 2000, we have Yemen. We have the USS Cole attacked mm-hmm. where 17 sailors died. And what do we do? Not much. And then, of course, we have 9-11. And right. poor leadership on behalf of the U.S. government, and this pains me to say, caused 9-11. Yeah, without a doubt. And mm-hmm. here we are today where yeah. Africa is on fire. And that's where the root of, of terrorists, many cells stem from out of Africa. And we know Bin Laden stemmed from Africa, from Sudan. Today, Sudan is on fire. South Sudan's on fire. Um, Niger has fallen. Mali has fallen. Gambian has fallen. And look at the Middle East. Look what happened in Afghanistan. We now have the Taliban with all our sophisticated equipments. Using them, selling them. Let me stop you there. So I've been putting I've been putting out there, uh, you know that 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 specific act by Biden allow, allowing that eighty five billion dollars worth of the, the military equipment and, and weaponry. I have been saying that that is flat out treason. Period. He is giving aid and comfort to the enemy. Thank you. In you know, but our but our agencies. I mean, nobody has the appetite. To call it what it is in Washington D.C. and do something about it. Yeah. And um, well, I did, I'm not sure if you saw this latest report, and anybody can Google it. Um, the Office of the Special Special Inspector General for Afghan Relief. It's called SUGAR. S U G A R. Okay. They've mm-hmm. released in the last six months. I've seen their a few months ago. They released a report saying. Uh, the inspector general for cigar, who I used to work with when I was the attache in Dubai um, on money laundering and fraud issues, because a lot of money from Afghanistan went into Dubai and helped build their economy, billions of dollars in cash. So in a recent report by the inspector general appointed by the by Congress to oversee all the funding these last 20 years, he said I'm sorry, I am not getting any cooperation from the White House, Treasury, the State Department when it comes to the funding that's going now into Afghanistan. So the White House has just shut down the required information um, relating to aid that the U.S. government continues to give Afghanistan. And that's happening. You know that's going to happen in Ukraine, a year or two or three from now, we're going to be saying, as we are already, what happened to the $100 billion we gave Ukraine? Yeah, I think, you know, for me personally, I go back to what Eisenhower warned about, and I think it's nothing, it's it's about nothing more than lining pockets. Yeah. Uh, You know, and at at the same time, we have uh, what, our beliefs, people who hold our, our foundational beliefs, the Judeo-Christian value set, yeah. are under attack in our own country. And I believe that that uh, there are several trials, there are several things that we look at in our more immediate history that are simply trials to see how much people will put up with or allow. And that would include the COVID lockdowns and that. I would include, 
you know, January 6th, I think, was a false flag event. I think that uh, the what's happening to the prisoners now uh, is is also that. And you know, where is the where are the allies on our side right now? Why is this even allowed to happen, in your opinion? It's a it's a good question. I, you know, I think I, I'll be honest with you. I think Americans were just so distracted with. I'm, I don't know if, uh, Monday night football or, um, you know, how much money we have in the bank, how much more money we can get. Um, we're, you know, you know, the latest and greatest fat and clothing or whatever it is. But we're not as I can I'll, the name of my book, as you know, Jeff, is called Switched On, the heart and mind of a special agent. We're not switched on here in America. We're so distracted. Our families are distracted. We're everyone's, you know, drinking too much drugs, porn, whatever it might be. Addictions are through the roof. We're not switched on as 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 a never mind as a family, but as a country, we've lost our way. We certainly have lost our way. And our politicians, you know, they have as well. They so they're more concerned about their next election, Jeff than your well-being or my well-being both on both sides of the aisle and it's sad because um without security without security without border security national security border security equals national security we have no nation and we have to understand that has to be the number one priority of our elected officials, but it's not, sadly. And we learned the hard way on 9-11, where, what, 2,977 Americans died, 343 firefighters, and we're still... And counting. We're still, yeah, we're still counting, but we're still contemplating um, why we need border security. Are you kidding me? When those terrorists walked in... And we let them in and right. they'd left some of those terrorists, Jeff, left the U.S. And then they came back in right. and we let them in for the second or third time. And so we are more vulnerable to a, an attack today than ever. I agree. I got to hold that thought. If you want to mute yourself for a couple minutes, I got to take a hard break here. So we'll be right back. It's me, Wayne Alarude, otherwise known as War. 
I have a very special announcement for all of you. My hit show, Wayne Allery, Raw and Unfiltered, is coming to the brand new station that's taking over the nation, Blessed News Network. God has opened a door in my life to be part of this amazing new Christian conservative network, live every night at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, on our channel on Roku TV, Apple TV, Amazon Fire TV, and streaming live on the Blessed News iPhone and Android apps. Tune in to watch me drive home the truth and dismantle the fake news narrative with big name nightly guests and exclusive interviews with all the heavy hitters you know and love. Become part of history as we make America godly again and launch the first faith-centered conservative broadcasting network where Jesus Christ is commander-in-chief of all of our stories and where truth and integrity really matter. Join me Monday through Friday on any of our platforms or on the Blessed News website blessed.news where you can stream all the shows for free or you can sign up for blessed plus for even more access to raw and unfiltered with me wayne allen root the hardest working man in show business thank you and god bless america steel news will be joining the blessed news network 11 p.m weeknights i'm ann vanderstill and i'm very excited to be a part of the programming put together by jake lang doesn't matter if he's behind bars. He's a January 6th political hero, as far as I'm concerned. And Steel News will be reporting the truth of everything happening, not only in the swamp, but around the world to help you put into context what's really going on so you can make the best decisions for you and your family. Steel News, 11 p.m. on the Blessed News Network. All right, we were back with Eric Karen. He's the author of the book, Switched on Life. He's also got a podcast, Switch on Life podcast. You can check it out. Uh, switchedonlife.com. So, Eric, before the break, you were talking about, you know, the fact that uh, we still seem to be scratching our heads and, and um, can't think of the reason why sovereign borders are actually necessary. It right. doesn't seem like that much of a challenge, <laughs> really, to me. But it's all about, it's all about um, in my opinion, it's about the destruction of Western civilization and not just the United States. I really think that this is all deliberate. I think that uh, the push is for a one-world government, and a lot of people would look at me like a crackpot when I say stuff like that, but the evidence is there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, if I can say, Jeff, um, you know, decades ago, we decided that globalization um, was the, our path of uh, uh, for economic purposes to build our economy. And so, okay, like it or not, globalization is here to stay. Bad guys, terrorists, international criminal groups will exploit globalization to benefit for their benefits. They exploit the, th the three T's, trade, travel, telecommunication. And all the groups, terrorists included, have done all of that. Trade, travel, telecommunication, they've exploited it. The good guys, you and I, you and I like it, because we get to buy cheap products from China and be here within 24 hours. Or we get to get on a plane and travel to Paris within 24 hours. And we, we get to do Skyping all over the world, and we get to send money on our apps and all that stuff. But the right. bad guys like it too. The good guys, our elected officials, have to understand we need good people, good governance to keep bad guys in check. But we have not done that. 
We've allowed them to exploit our freedoms, our freedoms. Our, and globalization, the bad guys love it. They love it because they get the, they get the benefits. And we saw what happened on, again on 9-11 that these 19 terrorists exploited our globalization, exploited our freedoms. And we expect our elected officials, whose number one priority is to keep us safe, understand these basic concepts I just shared with you, but they don't. I think I think there should be a competency test for those people that are that are in office. They should have to pass a test about the Constitution. I don't think that probably eighty percent of them have even read it. Right. Uh, you know, and so yeah, so terrorists exploit. The technology without a doubt they exploit every open opportunity that we give them without a doubt and i'm you know i think that there's something much larger coming and something that you know we're gonna we're gonna regret this well and... jeff i mean you, you know um people don't understand there's over 50 million over 50 million shipping containers that come into america each year mm -hmm. and you know before 9-11 and after 9-11, I saw the intelligence that suggested that they talked about using containers for an IED of some sort, a dirty bomb, whatever. Mm -hmm. Okay. So trade, and we are wide open at our borders, our land borders. People think ports of entry. What does that mean? The Southwest port, the Southwest border? No, we have over 328 328 official ports of entry, land, air, and sea. They all have to be secure. Why? Because mm -hmm. bad guys, terrorists, go where it's weak. And we are so soft right now, not just the southern border, right across the northern border, buddy. We are wide open uh, right across the northern border, land border, our seaports mm -hmm. as well. So, yeah, the bad guys will exploit our freedoms and trade, travel, and telecommunication all day long. And again, Africa is on fire. We have 21, what is it, 22, 21, I'll say, shadow wars going on in Africa today with AFRICOM and all our special forces throughout Africa fighting the extremists so they don't come here. But I can tell you, because of globalization, trade, travel, telecommunication, they're coming here. And when I was in um I was in Kenya, Uganda, Congo this past this year. And my last trip, um, I had officials come for, up to me from Uganda who said, Look what these Islamic terrorists did to our children in June at a Catholic school, a Christian school in Uganda. They slaughtered 40 plus children. And I, I have, and he showed me the images in the videos mm. of them laying on the floor, lifeless, hacked to death. And they just discovered a bomb last week in Uganda at a church. Did not go off. Now, people are like, well, that happened in Uganda. Yeah, right. It, it, it's not going to come here. That, Uganda, I, don't even, I can't even find it on a map. People have to understand that terrorists, 9-11, the, the root of it came from Africa. 
And right now, Africa's on fire. And these terrorists are coming to America. There's over a thousand joint terrorism task force cases going on today throughout America. A thousand. Yet our FBI is planting people in Christian churches. <laughs> right. And if you bring if you say what you just said, you know, you're Islamophobic. Yet, you know, I mean, so you know, I know your history. I mean, you've been a special agent. Yeah. What about what what are the good guys doing right now in in the three letter alphabet soup agencies we have? Well, I, I got to be honest with you. I think it's very much the the sentiment is very much like it is at the local level. The local level, they cannot fill the positions. They're begging people to join the police departments across America. Nobody mm -hmm. wants to put on the gun and the badge. Well, it's because they get persecuted. That's right. Unfairly. Are there bad yes. police officers? Sure. Are there bad priests? Sure. <clears throat> 95, 98, I would say 98, 99% of them are good, hardworking people who stand in the gap to protect us every day. And so at the local level, they're taking off the uniform. And at the federal level, that's happening as well. I can tell you, CBP's having a heck of a time recruiting people. Secret Service is ha having a heck of a time recruiting people. FBI. And all the other alphabetical agencies, because people are retiring, quitting, leaving the job early because because of this attitude relating to the wokeness across this country. And so the good guys who can leave, leave. And that's the truth. And and until we get politicians who say. I support the men and women of law enforcement and don't speak with two tongues. You can't say I support law enforcement, but we need we need um, some type of reform because, you know, the police is racist. No, no, you got you got to speak with one tongue and you got to say mm -hmm. what you mean and mean what you say. Too many of these politicians throughout our country want to have their cake and eat it, too. And so, yes, federal law enforcement. Throughout this country, they're hurting to fill the void. And I'm very concerned, just like at the local level, they're lowering the standards at the local level. And now <laughs> yeah. you can be hired if you have some, you know, maybe misdemeanor drug possessions. Maybe if you have some, um, you know, you, I don't know, a DUI of some sort and et cetera, et cetera. Well, maybe even if you're associated with BLM doesn't make you a bad person. So we're going to hire you too. I'm very concerned. The, the attitude is that we're going to be hiring known or associated BLM members in our police departments across America. It may have already happened. Yeah. Meanwhile, the, the Patriots who actually believe in the constitution are being thrown in jail. You know, right. I mean, it's, it's, it's because they put a meme up that's mean to Hillary Clinton or because, you know, they're outside the Capitol rightfully protesting the stolen election. Right. Uh, I got I to gotta take one more break, and then we'll come back if you, you got the time here. Yes, sir. Hey, Patriots, it's Jeff Wagner. Let's face it, it's getting harder and harder to make ends meet. 
it's only going to get worse. This inflation is going to continue. As a matter of fact, our dollar is in jeopardy of even existing with the crazies that want to go to the digital currency to control us all. You can go to Kirk Elliott, Ph.D., dot com slash the patriot review get all kinds of free great information and invest in gold and silver for your future our world is full of electromagnetic fields that even though we can't see them are affecting our bodies our sleep and even our ability to think clearly the advent of 5g is only making this worse there is an answer Visit Fix the World by clicking the link in the Patriot Review show description below to view natural products that can actually protect you from EMF and 5G and even improve your sleep. Skeptical? Get the free Dangers of EMF Radiation ebook free by clicking on its direct link also in the show description. Here's a nutritional hack anyone can master. Replace a meal a day with our kingdom feel. Or if you're a moth in the gym, Add a shake to your daily meal plan. Our unique meal shakes are balanced, low glycemic, rich in fiber, 20 grams of clean protein, essential vitamins and minerals, healthy fat, and organic fruits and vegetables. Kingdom Fuel is vegan with a complete amino acid profile. Bottom line, it's a simple start to a transformed life. No gimmicks, just results. Start today. Hey, Patriots, you can save up to 66% at MyPillow.com when you use the code TPR. That stands for The Patriot Review. That's TPR or call 800-519-9927. That's 800-519-9927. I use these products myself. I can tell you they are the best quality bar none. So go ahead, use the code TPR and get up to 66% off right now. Coming to you from the land of common sense and American pride. Not a unicorn or rainbow in sight. Welcome back to the Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner. All right, we're back. Mr. Eric Karen is my very special guest, and we've been having a good discussion, minus the commercial breaks, of course, about... Uh, What's going on in our country today and our loss of sovereignty and how we are facing more dire times than uh, we were facing, unfortunately, on this 9-11 yep. date, which we should all remember. So That's right. Uh, you know what, Jeff? I got to tell you, do you know, and I'm sure you're aware of this, but, uh, you know, why we remember the fallen on on this day, we should, again, like we should remember them most days, every day. Yeah. Uh, the terrorists are out there. They're planning to attack us. There are cells here working day and night to scheme to hurt us. And the the operational planner of 9-11, Khalid Sheikh Mohammed, he's being held. But, you know, this White House is contemplating him, contemplating sparing him the death penalty. Yeah. And he's been held for 20 some odd years, right? And I, you know, you're like... You can't make this up. The operational operation man, the man who planned it operationally, 
is going to be spared possibly the death penalty. And so, um, you know, George Washington said it pretty well. And uh, I, I have to read the, the, this quote here, and you're probably familiar with it. Guard against the impostures of pretended patriotism. Guard against the impostors of pretended patriotism, George Washington. And so I think that's an important quote that we all should remember that when you have our, our elected officials who are standing up there with red, white, and blue and, and saying, you know, they're doing this for America and they support the police and they support the military, it's all fake. Yeah, and before the break, you know, I was talking about things that are put out there to see how much we'll tolerate. And those are the same people that act like you had just said. Same people that get up and, you know, Biden. I don't know if Biden will, but it, many would stand up and say, oh, well, we remember the victims of 9-11 and da-da-da-da, when they their behaviors say something completely different. And yeah. we, used to be a, we used to be a nation where, you know, you had your mom and dad at home, you had a family, and your, your parents would look and say, well, you know, you didn't act that way, or you behaved this way. I mean, they looked at what was right before their eyes, and now we have right before our eyes uh, our country disappearing yeah. because of these people you're describing. Yeah. Right? It's, it's, um, and it's hurting us economically. It's hurting us on uh, hurting our security. The rest of the world are watching us. It's hurting our laughing. reputation, our reputational risk. Forget about it. The rest of the world and their leaders watch Joe Biden every day. Now, I know one thing about foreign intelligence, that they watch the president every single day of every minute of the day and try to understand him and his policies. And they see how weak he is, how weak our nation is. And they know they can take advantage of us economically. Um, and, and the bad guys see it. The, the Mexican cartels, they're laughing at it. They love Joe Biden. Joe Biden's aiding and abetting the cartels and, yes, and human is. trafficking. And they're making billions with a B, billions of dollars off of Joe Biden. And so he's well, you know aiding them. Yeah, he is aiding them. And what's worse is we, we remember this day as we should remember this day. But at the very same time, we're allowing 150,000 Americans to die a year from fentanyl. What, what's, I mean, isn't that a war? That's a, that's a war to me. Well, and, you're, um, you're absolutely right, Chris, uh, Jeff. It's a war, but we haven't taken off the gloves. The Iranians, no. the Iranians have taken off the gloves. They've declared war against us. We just haven't declared war against them. The Mexican cartels have declared war against America. We just haven't declared war against them. Why? Mexico is a perfect example. Economics. Economics in that we've invested, U.S. companies invested hundreds of billions, with the B, over $100 billion, the Fords, the GEs, billions mm -hmm. of dollars. And unfortunately... Um, right now, you know, we, we say close the border. The first thing Ford's going to do is get on the phone at the White House and say, you can't close the border um, because we, you know, we've off offshored all our stuff to Mexico. Um, right. And so this is economics. This is all about economics and money. Um, and but the Mexican cartels, 
love it. They control. Listen, I think I think we're all adults in the room. Mexico is a failed state. I've been saying it and many people have been saying it for decades, but nobody wants to listen. Mexico right. is run, run by the cartels, period. Simple yeah, as I, that. I believe that. Simple as that. Right. From, yeah, banking, I believe that from banking to trade to travel, all their industries, they have their fingerprints all over the Mexican government. Um, I mean, I don't know how many attorney generals have been arrested in Mexico these last decades, former governors and former presidents, all in the pocket of the cartels in Mexico. It's all this stuff that's going on in, in the borders and everything. I mean, it's just a, it's, it's a, everybody should see that as a blatant realization that we are not prepared for globalism. I mean, we, not only are we not prepared for it, but it's going to, it's, it's going to bring all kinds of negative things. It's to our destroying country. our nation. It's destroying yeah, our absolutely. nation. Now, again, I mean, like it or not, globalization is here, but come on, guys, you can do better. The good guys in the room have to keep the bad guys in check. And right now, we're not doing that. So they exploit our freedoms, trade, travel, and telecommunication, brother. So let me ask you this question. Let's, let's assume, and it's a big assumption based on the last election, but let's assume Trump wins the election. What, what can he do? And what do you expect he might do? I think he'll, he'll do more of what he did the first four years. I think he's going to con continue. He'll secure the border. He'll increase funding for ICE so he can get. Now he's got. Now he's got. A, he's got a big problem on his hand. Now it's not like he's got fifteen. You know, fifteen million people to find here in America who who a percentage are criminals or terrorists. He's got. Pick a number, 50 million people to find that are here in America illegally. So he, he will start mass deportations of individuals who are not lawfully present in America. He will secure the border and he will talk tough with the Chinese, with the Mexicans. I believe he'll get the war in Ukraine over with. He'll get Russia in Ukraine to the table. I mean, come on. Our administration, our we're supposed to be the global leaders. Come on. We can't yeah, get right. we can't get these people to talk to one another. Right. Now Schumer made a Schumer slipped and actually told the truth uh one time when he said, you know, you, you gotta be beware of the intelligence agencies because they can destroy you. And and look what Trump is he's look what's happening to him. Well so what's he do? What's he do to the to the agencies that are attacking him right now if he's in great great question i've been saying listen i've been saying the department of homeland insecurity needs to needs to go away they yeah it's just another layer isn't it it 100 percent not bush and i i was in washington during 9 11 and after 9 11 um department of homeland security was just a knee-jerk reaction I can tell you that for a fact to relating to what happened on 9-11. And I, I can tell you before 9-11, I was in high-level meetings and the Department of Homeland, the alleged or proposed Department of Homeland Security was raised. And I was laughed at. Like, what do you think? You're in Germany? Department of Homeland Security? 
I was laughed at. As soon as 9-11 happened, they dusted off these plans and said, and they just kind of edited them and they, oh yeah, let's just, we'll make the American people feel good. Um, And we'll create a Department of Homeland Security, just another layer. So the Department of Homeland Security needs to go away. FBI should go away. CIA, you're absolutely right. Listen, in my book, Switched On, The Heart and Mind of a Special Agent, I talk about the, 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 the corruption at the CIA, Jeff. I investigated, believe it or not, I investigated the CIA for obstruction of justice under Bill Clinton. And I highlight it in the book. And I show the, the corruption at the CIA. And so I have firsthand experience, and I tell a short story about my experience with the CIA. And and right. so yeah, uh, Trump has his. He's going to have a he's going to have a big uh, job to do, but he's going to have to shuffle, and he's going to have to. Some of these agencies can go away. We don't need the Department of Homeland Insecurity. And the <laughs> FBI right now, look at what happened to the FBI. There are some good right. people in the FBI. Right. But they lied. Here we are. They lied right. and they spied. They lied in affidavits. They spied on a presidential candidate. They they spied on a president. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, for the sake of our nation, Jeff, these agencies need to one shuffle some of them need to go away yeah i agree and i would uh I, we got to bounce we got to run i'm coming up against an, another show here yeah. but um thank you so much for being here and again the website is switchedonlife.com i really enjoy uh, talking with you eric i think you bring a lot of great insight to to what's going on today thank and you. i certainly welcome you back are there social media pages or other area other things people can do to find you yeah brother you know i look forward to you know on amazon of course my book is on amazon and those who like audiobooks or it's on amazon as well but i i do public speaking now so if people want to get a hold of me please reach out and, and touch me on switched on life and uh i'd be honored to to you know travel to wherever I need to travel to talk about how to how to live a switched on life and what that means. And right now, our nation, our families, we are not living a switched on life. And we now we, we see what's happening. All right. Right on. Well, God bless you. And thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it, Eric. Thank you for what you do, sir. Thank you. Bye-bye.